Wellness for Life for a little while. I have an extensive traveling schedule on the road in my RV, as well as a big, big trip for many, many weeks to my homeland, South Korea, with my 90-year-old young mother in the fall. So today, I can't believe it. Caitlin told me that it's my 500th episode. Amazing. I'm, I'm looking back and I can't believe, you know, I've been doing this for, gosh, about eight years now altogether. So thank you so much, everyone, for all of your love and support. I am so happy and I'm, I'm just going to be excited. I'm really excited to just take some time with my family and uh, being on my own in my RV. So on to our awesome show. You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. So I, you know, I must tell you that I learned the power of Qigong, the ancient Chinese healing arts involving meditation, controlling breath, and intentional movement in the early 80s after reading this book called The Complete System of Self-Healing, Internal Exercises by Dr. Stephen Chang. Now, to this day, I still practice some of those Qigong exercises and they're animal Qigong, the deer, the crane, the turtle, and the tiger. And so today, I'm excited that we have on Wellness Through Life, Mark Johnson. He is a master Tai Chi and Qigong instructor and healer, and also the author of Life as Play, Live Compassionately, Intuitively, Spontaneously. And he is here to share his wisdom on playing with enlightenment. Thanks so much for being here, Mark. Well, I'm glad to be here. You've had an extensive, I mean, traveling yourself all around the world for, I don't know, last 50 years maybe, is that correct? Yep. Yes, yes, and but also with a variety of different types of Chinese disciplines. I'd like to know what got you interested in that. Oh, the fact that I got in, I try to get involved with everything. <laughs> but then some of them I realize I don't like, I like more than another, that's all. And I guess that's the way I started off as a Roman Catholic altar boy, for God's sake. And then the next thing I knew, I was in the Veda Vedanta Center for 10 years in Florida. And I went right from there to a Taoist uh, uh, place in uh, California for three years. Then I went to, um, where was that? That island, small island next to, uh, to China, there for a year. And I met my great teacher that I've uh, really liked. And... Uh, I finally talked him into coming to the United States. His whole family came, actually. And and then I studied with him in Northern California for about 22 years I was with him. We had an acupuncture clinic and uh, all kinds of stuff went on there. So that's that's my background of how I hopped, skipped between one after another, from Advaita Vedanta to Buddhism. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that when I spent a year with Suzuki Roshi, but he died on me. Oh. The nerve, of, the nerve of the poor guy dying on me. And so then that's when I got yeah, involved with the, the Taoist, and I have been with him for 20, 25 years. So that's my history. I'm old. Uh, it's not for sissies, by the way. <laughs> You've got a lot of wisdom under your belt, I feel. Um, that's what aging oh. does for us. 
and uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But, you know, you wrote the book Life as Play. And um, mm. you also mentioned that even when you're having a spiritual life, it doesn't mean that you have to have this dull, boring, you know, straight-laced life. Spiritual life puts a lot of play into it. I'd like us to talk about that. Yes. Well, after a while, if if you do, uh, like I said, if you live compassionately, intuitively, and spontaneously, you'll get a lot of synchronicities. So I have a, a large emphasis on how to uh, generate elect- the, that aspect of it all, that you don't have to work at it, and you don't have to do this, and, you know, you don't even have to work your way to heaven. The, the gates of heaven are wide open. <laughs> That's the secret to the gates of heaven is that they're not even locked or closed. They're wide open and they want all of us to realize their own divinity and join them. So what's the big deal? And and in the process, you get these synchronicities to start happening constant. I haven't worked a day in my life because every time I turned around, I got something else wonderful dumped in my lap. And I just went from one of those to another, too, as I was moving around. And so that's my real um, offering to the young kids today is uh, just be open and empty to the the divine that you already are. That's all. Nobody just has enough free time to do that. You know, they're busy making money. See, a lot of people think they're like a, a wave in the ocean, you know, just you know, rolling along, trying to get wetter than all the other waves, <laughs> and then trying to get uh, stay away from the big waves that could hurt them. So they're in a state of fear and anxiety. And my God, they don't even know that you can't separate the wave from the ocean. See what I mean? You can't separate them. They're one and the same thing. You can identify with being a wave when you feel like it. You can identify with knowing that you're the entirety of the ocean. And and that's when the synchronicities start to fly. You just sit there and sit quietly and then allow, A-L-L-O-W, allow this entire ocean to flow through you at all times. And, And it's ecstatic most of the time. So that's my message to humanity. Many of them are working, especially my Buddhist days. We used to meditate hours every day and working at it, working at it. We would get insights every now and then, but they didn't stick for a lot of people, I noticed. So that's why I moved on to people that it stuck with. It's like it never left them for a minute. And, uh, and it's possible that everyone is capable of this. So do it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, you mentioned earlier about how you want to be open and empty. And I would mm-hmm. say that the modern man has a very difficult time doing that. Emptying the mind, uh, opening the heart. And mm-hmm. they're really not sure where to start just by, by you know, what exactly. they what People want to know what are the steps, right? Like, what do I have to do? Yeah. Do I have to sit sit on a, a mountain, in, be in a cave, uh, be outdoors? Mm-hmm. You know, can you give us basically for modern man, what what can we start with um, in our own home, sitting in a chair or lying down uh, or even sitting on the floor? What do you suggest? Yes, to all of the above. It doesn't matter to me where you do it that much as long as you do it. But the first thing you have to do is to integrate your subconscious. This is a big problem with modern 
people today, especially the young kids. They don't breathe right, and uh, and and that and that actually hurts their every aspect of their life. So the first thing I do is getting people breathing deep, deep into the belly, and accumulating the energy even from your aura. There, there is high frequency energy all around us in our bodies and and in the entire universe. Universe is actually. And so all you have to do is just kind of reach out and allow that those high frequencies to get into your body and then you end up with a lot of energy and insight and and joy. It's just hard to even describe. But that's what happens and you don't have to go anywhere to do it. Just do it for at every instant is to allow life to flow through you. And um and if you keep that going, you will be constantly being compassionate with others because they are yourself. You can't separate yourself from anything, actually. So uh, then you start living compassionately and intuitively and spontaneously and so forth. And then it's just one endless joyride. I've made it a, a playground, actually, because I, I like jokes and stand-up comedians and that kind of stuff, and I am one to some extent. It's just playtime, and uh, but always with the intent of showing people how to do it, which is sit down, and not even sit down, just start breathing into your lower belly. This is how we come into the world. Have you ever seen a baby that was uh, newly born? His little belly's going in and out and in and out and in and out, and he's happy, and he's jumping around, or he, she, too. They're all jumping around. They're happy, and the um, and they're getting their energy from breathing deep into their belly. But after a while, the anxiety builds up over this and that and the other thing, and the people are breathing into their into their chests, which is not good. Then they're up in their throat, and especially since this uh, pandemic thing, good Lord, everybody's in a state of uh, fear and rage, and um, and the and I and they they're breathing out of their throat half the time. Very dangerous for the health. And so start breathing at full time in your belly. You'll have more energy. You know what to do with and synchronicities will start entering your life. So that's number one. Breathe deep. With the breath, do you suggest doing other things in addition to that so that you can really tap into uh, play life and, and life as play? Yes. Uh, well, right after you really get that down and you do feel a lot of energy, then you start working with your nine chakras. I know Hinduism has seven, but the Taoists have nine. And of course, when, when I was a Hindu, I was worked with a seven. And now that I've got with the Taoists and put and work with nine, it's much more powerful. So that's the second thing you need to do. Breathe deep, get a lot of energy and, uh, a lot of synchronicities and joy, and then start integrating all nine chakras. The first one is at the top of the head, the fontanella. And after a while, it will actually open, and you can come and go through that opening. A lot of my friends are doing that, and of course, I've been doing it. So the first one is the fontanella at the top of the head. It needs to be um, integrated 
and then integrated with the, the the all the other chakras. So you 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 breathe into the top of your head, you stimulate it with your hands, and then you relax and you allow that energy to come flowing through that one. And, and then you encourage it to come down to your forehead. That's the second one. And the high frequency energies that are all around you will get it go down through there and you have them integrate. First, you stimulate them. You stimulate the fontanella for a while and then you and then after your stimulation you just uh, integrate with your neighbors. A lot of people are asking when you say stimulate, can you uh, explain what you mean by stimulating with your hand or just visually? With my hands, I actually reach out and, and gather my aura that's already floating around me, and I pull it down and touch the top, and I touch the top of my head, and I leave it there. And then pretty soon, I can hear my ears starting to ring a little bit. That's a sign to me, after you know 20 years, that it's, it's there and it's doing it. Good. And then when I feel that, and, and over the years, the Fontanella will open up, open up you to the entire universe and beyond if you want, if you're into that sort of thing. And then yet, oh, a lot, I've I started to say that a lot of people said, Mark, which one of the chakras do you, should you start with? And I said, you've got to do them all to integrate one with it. It is, doesn't do any good to have a good heart chakra when the rest of you is unconnected with the others. And and I most of the people I meet, they haven't integrated them all. And 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 if you don't, and a lot of it is your subconscious simply needs to be integrated also. A lot of people are running down. So I have all kinds of uh, subconscious things you can do to stimulate the flow. Um, have you ever heard of Wim Hof, uh, you know, the guy that runs up the mountain? Well, he, he's kind of like uh, the low chakra uh, bunch, the three, the three lower ones, you know, which is talking about the perineum down there and the, uh, the lower dantian, they call it, and so forth. He, he wants you to be healthy, happy, healthy, happy, and strong, fine. And it works, too, because he's working with it at a lower frequency down there, and it's very physical. Okay, then have you ever heard of a guy named Stan Groff? He has 200 people on the floor breathing deep and just letting it build up and build up till it, till it blows out your sabotaging subconscious. Get it? A lot of people I meet aren't in touch with their subconscious. It is leading their lives. They don't know any different. It's really sad. So I work with them a lot on how to integrate with the subconscious. Actually, you know, first thing you have to do is breathe, breathe into your um, chest area or uh, a little higher, slightly, and that is going to uh, first you start at the bottom three, and then the middle three, and then you go up into the throat. And by that time, you have so much energy it blows it out, and people start screaming, "I hate you, Daddy!" <laughs> uh, and that's been in there for 60 years with some of these people. Like I said, Stan, and I know Stan, we were neighbors in uh, Mill Valley. Stan is, uh, he has people running back and forth from one of the other, 200 people on the floor in the, in the, in the high school's floors and uh, screaming. So the first thing that happens is rage will come out. And then you're going you're gonna to integrate it and say, hey, work for me instead of against me. And it will. And, and a lot of people will start saying, screaming, 
oh, guess what? That's all they ever wanted was to get out of the cellar down here and, <laughs> and to come up and join the, join the fun, you know? So that's the first thing that happens, rage and then integrate it. And then the next thing, well, people start crying. They're sad. Uh, you know, you really wouldn't be raging if you weren't sad about something. And then the people start crying literally, and then they'll start saying what's what what's they're so sad about, and they're getting in touch with it. They're trying to in, they're integrating that in the next step. Anyway, that's the uh, the second part, and the last part is fear. Fear causes the whole thing. Deep within us, we have all kinds of fears we're not aware of, and we don't know how to utilize them and so forth. So that's the third thing you do, is you. Uh, integrate them and they will that blows out and when that blows out you start having euphoric experiences right there on the floor and you and you have uh, out of body experiences you have past life experiences who will be shown to you all kinds of fascinating i'm i'm always amazed by the, the people that i work with and they have different slightly different but that's generally the course rage then sadness and then fear. And when you get those three integrated and working for you, boy, does that change your life. We were going through, yeah. I, we were going through the different chakras, or you mentioned those energy centers mm -hmm. for um, when it comes to Chinese medicine. There's nine, right? And you told mm -hmm. us about the top yeah. of the head. The second is where the forehead is, and you work on that yeah. and integrating yeah. it. Um, the third, is the third the same as in like, uh, it is like the throat um, that we have no. in no. So where's the, the third? The, the one is in behind the nose, and actually, uh, you're not doing just nose business. It's the energy that goes in through your nose. It will go back to the back of your brain, and then you'll feel that. So it's a brain thing, a lower brain thing. See, so you can have a high, middle, and low brain thing, but the third one. Uh, from the top of the head to the forehead to the nose, and which is really important, you open that thing up, and you you got all three of them uh, connecting too at the same time. Okay, then right after that is your throat chakra, which is one of the uh, seven. But the Taoists uh, re also realize that that it is the 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 most important of the self healing. The most important of the self-healing, if you learn to breathe into there when it's necessary, it's your immune system. We have two immune systems. You know, there's B for bone marrow, bone marrow guys, but they're kind of like, uh, kind of like privates in a, in a army. They're, they're, there's a lot of them, and they they've been around a long time, but they overreact, and sometimes they oh, way overreact and cause a lot of inflammation and so forth. But if you, the old guys, the smartest ones, the uh, the leaders of the thing, when they're involved, they are much more uh, efficient at keeping you safe from almost everything. If you stimulate it every day and have it integrate uh, with the, the other three that are there, the next one is the heart one, and the one below that is just below that, the pancreas, you know, that area, those are the three that if you get that thymus stimulated, and if you don't do it, the thymus in everybody, when they get around 50 or 60 years old, turns to mush. 
you've got to keep stimulated. So everything I do is in nines. You know, the, these three, the nine chakras, the nine this, the nine that. The Chinese use nine all the time in many instances. That's because it's very powerful. Okay, so there's the one in the throat, and then there's the one in the heart, which is pretty obvious, and then there's the one underneath it, the pancreas. So those that that's those three. But uh, here's the big secret that's just now getting out, and I've been holding on to it for 20 years, so I'm going to start telling other people. The navel, the third one down there, the first one of the bottom three is the navel. Now they say a little bit above the navel, and the other people say a little bit below the navel. The truth is it is the navel, navel that you have to stimulate because that's where you create the called the red child. And and it is you it is your gateway to the universe. That little bugger will uh, slowly grow if you include it. And this this has been a secret for you know the last forty years. I've been studying this stuff, and finally other people started coming out with saying, "Guess what, folks? It's the navel. They don't want you to know because it's so powerful and so frightening sometimes because it will come and go from the body, and it will." It will engage with uh, different galaxies and that kind of stuff. See what I mean? Who's ready for that? <laughs> Can't even get them to breathe deep. So you don't want to mention it except around people you think can handle it. But it, the navel is the upper one. Then the, the thing called the lower gantian, which is the uh, just above the perineum. And then the bottom one is the perineum. When those three all get together, and, and then you have it go back up your body one more time just as you're just as you're touching the top of your head nine times and then you slide down to your forehead and you stimulate it nine times and then the nose nine times throat heart pancreas navel lower down to the perineum you get them all vibrating together it's really like like wow it's awesome awesome and my teacher the one i like the most he kept saying if if you don't have any sense of awe, then awful things will happen to you. <laughs> I love that statement of his. And and the rest of the time is just play, play playfulness and uh, empathy for everyone because everyone is yourself, and you can come in and outside of somebody's body and help them more effectively because you've just been there and know what's bothering them. You know what I mean? And so. It, yeah, okay. Any more questions? People have accused me of speaking until I think of something to say. <laughs> so you better get, you better get used to that. Uh, just let me know when we're getting close to the end there. That's all. Yes, we are. But, you know, I am really enjoying our conversation. Uh, you are saying oh. things, things that um, most, you know, people are not um, understanding or they just never even looked at. The fact that you told me there's nine different chakras is actually news to me, and I'm really happy that I'm learning oh. so much from you. And what I mm. also love is that you're saying it doesn't matter which way it goes, because, you know, in Chinese medicine, there's a flow of energy, chi flow, right? And then yeah. when you look at the right. seven chakras, when people in the Western world describe that, they talk about that the energy has to go from your base all the way up to your crown and out to the cosmos. But you're saying do it mm -hmm. all, which I absolutely love. So there's no mistake about it. And I just want to reiterate, mm -hmm. I want to make sure I got this right, uh, that you, there right. are nine different areas and there's three and they're grouped in threes 
And the first yeah. three from the top of the head is from the top, mm -hmm. which is a fontanelle, which which is the closest, mm -hmm. you know, on the top. And obviously, and then you right. go to the forehead, and that's another area of stimulate. And then right below that is uh, behind the nose, which is like your your sinus cavity, but also in your mm -hmm. um, area of your brainstem. So all around there, that's right. all very important. Then the second, exactly. uh, yeah, second part of the middle i should say the middle nine or middle part is you start with your throat chakra and your thymus gland the thymus gland is the gland that's right behind your sternum so there's an energy that's there right. and then lower behind that is your heart chakra which has to yeah. do with your emotions and and your feelings and your openness and then right below the heart uh if you go down where your ribs are underneath that is where your pancreas is and that's the starting of your energy of your digestion process um and in yeah. chinese medicine they call it the spleen but the pancreas mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. the last three below are the ones that are well known in the seven chakras which is you, you called it the navel right the navel mm -hmm. yep. and then yep. below that the dantian which a lot of in chinese uh, culture that's where the big energy comes from your fire ming men fire comes there i yes. think i believe yeah. that's it and then the the last which is the base chakra or this uh, chakra of survival being in the survival mode which is your perineum i think this is right. fantastic what you're teaching and i hope that this is all in your book the nine different chakras uh, it is it is and there's a lot more than that in the book yes, i, I do a chapter on uh, sex uh, Taoist sexual cultivation. Uh, you know, I'm tired of looking at these people. Um, you know, just you know, limiting themselves to orgasms and stuff. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's kindergarten stuff. You've got to get the energy flowing between the two bodies, and you just allow it to go from one body to the other, and then all of a sudden it blows out the top of the head, and both of you at the same instant are going through the same euphoric experience. Anyway, that's just another chapter. Yeah, I love that. Uh, the yeah. cosmic orgasm. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. Yeah, you, you both come together. You're, the yin and the yang come together through the constant uh, circulation that goes through the, you know, up this, the spine of the woman and down front and into the man and then up his back and down his front and into her. And that goes back and forth. And other. then you don't even have to work on it. You just sit there and you relax and then it, it'll go faster and faster and faster. And all of a sudden, boom, right out the old fontanella. So anyway, that's in the book. And there's uh, three chapters on that. And there's, oh my God, there's, there's no end to it. And, um, it, I, I won't rest until it's in every motel room in the country, by the way. <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Not in addition to, but instead so of. Yeah, what a pleasure you, it's you. been talking to you today, Mark. I know your website is called the dow publishing and that's d-a-o not t-a-o yeah. dow d-a-o right. publishing.com mm -hmm. you get more information about his book but also it's available yeah. on amazon and uh, definitely yeah. go out and, and uh, get that book life as play thank you so much mark what a pleasure it was today yeah. sure. okay i enjoyed it okay thanks for thanks for having me on i appreciate it you got it thank you Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know you've got learned a lot of really interesting things, and I'm super excited about the fact that there are nine chakras that we got to work on and integrate it. And integrating it will really take you to that next step of living life as play. 
Please subscribe if you haven't already so we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life. If you need help in digging deeper with your health issues, I work with people globally through phone, Skype, and Skype consultations. My contact info is available on my website, drsuzanne.com. Please remember, I'm going to be on a, a traveling hiatus for a few months, so know that um, this is our last episode. Although it's 500th episode, it's our last episode, and I will see you soon, and maybe we'll see each other on the road. Until next time, Go out there and live your best life today, full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.